0: As black women, it's hard, too, because you you look to other people for guidance who are in similar systems, and they're just like, keep on, just keep on keeping on. And that sometimes messes us up, too. But I kept on keeping on until one day, August 13th. It was very clear to me. God was like, peace out. And I was like, "But I don't have a plan all the way. He was like, peace out. I was scared, but I, it was a strong voice. And literally, I remember going to bed. I didn't sleep out all that night because it was just like, I don't like You have to quit. You know? And I was like, I'm going to wake up the next day, say I feel. Still felt the same way. Told my husband when he came home from work and he just listened. And then I was like, I'm going to tell my manager on Monday that I'm going to resign. Start a new year, new year, new meet all the way out, right? And Monday came and I started kind of checking out. I went for a a run at the track by my house, had my earpiece in. And then I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember who it was, but it was about black women and finance getting there. So really, really relevant, right? Mm -hmm. And thud! look behind me. I missed getting knocked out from a branch. It was not a windy day. It was really kind of eerie. Big old branch my by, by, by second is getting knocked out. That's it. Locked in at work, torn Manager.
1: You're listening to the Melanin and Medicine Podcast, where we help black women in medicine to successfully create, build, and grow their own mission-driven companies that change the world. I'm your host, Dr. Molara Thomas Romedino, pediatrician, wife, mom of two, advocate, former professor, and a proud introvert with a mild Twitter addiction. After losing the ability to walk and being diagnosed with an autoimmune brain disorder in 2019, I decided to finally stop normalizing my life of struggle and self-sacrifice and start living in my purpose. In less than two years, I've founded and grown two social impact businesses to the multi-six figure mark and I'm on a mission. To help more Black women use entrepreneurship as a tool to help us live braver and bolder lives that create life, legacy, impact, freedom, and ease. On this podcast, my guests and I will share our unique stories and lessons learned as we continue to scale our companies and live life on our own terms. We hope you get inspired, get a plan, and get to work. Welcome to the Sisterhood. Hey, Mavens, how are you? I hope you all are doing well. It's Dr. O. I am here with another fabulous episode and an amazing doctor here. She is Dr. Margaret Tawolawi. Oh, y'all, we're gonna have some fun today. So she's a fellow Nigerian. (laughs) So, you know, that's always a good start for me. But she is actually a trailblazer, she is the first black-owned direct primary care practice in Washington. She is the first founder, and she also not only has opened that practice, which is called Nurture Wellness Center, is focused on lifestyle medicine. But then decided, you know what? Hmm. Oh, I'm bored. Let me I mean, let me add another thing to my plate, and then she specifically focused on um, starting Skin Stat MD. That's how I found out about her, because she focuses on treating acne, eczema, fungal infections, and hair loss in black and brown patients. And she is banging on Instagram. I love like her posts and just really the educational value. Dr. Towalawi is a family medicine doctor, and her focus really has been on over a decade just trying to help adults and children in the Seattle area. We talked about kind of the lack of diversity and how her work is really focused on changing that. We talked about her mission because mission is always important for us here at Melanin and Medicine. And we talked about what are the do's and don'ts in terms of scaling and building and how do we make sure we're building things that will last. And so I'm super excited to introduce her to you as usual for any of you who are in the space where you are a Black woman in medicine needing support in either building, growing your business into a true fledged, a full fledged company, I would love for you to apply to our Passion to Profit mastermind. And basically, all you need to do is go to bit.ly, bit.ly forward slash Passion to Profit, apply. That's T.O., not the number two. (laughs) So anyway, really excited to get into this. Hope you enjoy. And let's get to the episode. Hello. 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 Dr. Margaret. Hi. So those of you who do not know, I don't know how you do not know because she, you are up in the Instagram streets. Like, I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. Dr. Margaret, I know you're a family physician, Yes, been practicing medicine for over 10 years in Seattle, and you're the founder of Nurture Well Center, which is a direct primary care practice. And we're going to talk a lot about the pivot because as you know, I feel like a lot of people see what you do and then they're like... Oh, wow. She moved into that. That's amazing. I can't do that. And it's like, actually, you know, there is a space where we were, and then you moved into and you just said, okay, I'm going to do that. And I want people to get that. And then we're going to talk about how fabulous the work that you're doing with SkinStat MD is, which is a practice that's focusing on the skin, hair concerns of black and brown. And I love your videos. If you guys haven't been following at SkinStat, she's just like, I'm like, This is amazing. This is a work of art. Is she seeing patients and doing this? I am. I am. It's crazy. So I would love for you to introduce yourself and fill in the gaps, but really the things that aren't in your bio. Like share a little bit with us because we're going to be talking about operating in our true self. I thought that would be really cool for us to talk about. And of course, we're going to be talking about skin and like everything. So, yeah. Thank Thank you all for having me. Thank you. Dr. for having
0: me, because, you know, I'm a fan, I, real talk, I literally have, like, a save folder, like, Omalarisms, saving all the things, the gems you drop, so I appreciate you on this platform, so I wanted to say that first, i a huge, huge fan, and I appreciate you for, for the content you put out, but, yes, gosh, how much time do we have? I mean, I am a board-certified family physician, kind of crazy, I have two practices, and that really happened, it wasn't the intent, I'll be honest with you, and I'll, I'll, I'll start there, how about that? Gosh, been in Seattle for over 15 years, I came out here from medical school, from California, and there's just not a lot of Black folks. It, we're starting to, you know, be a little bit, but just not a lot. This is not like LA or Houston or DC or anything like that. And the biggest thing that I noticed just over the years was the lack of, like, Black dermatologists. To Right now, there's like, I think there's still only one, right? And then as I got older, you know, you start to, like, look in the mirror, like, oh, the little thing here, this right there, right? And I was like, you know what? As a family doctor, you know, I'm, I'm trained in so many different things. You kind of, at this point in my career, I decided I could really start to have fun and like where I have like certain niches around certain things and I was like okay I love looking cute you know and making sure I look good and taking care of my body and inside and outside and all the things and I was like it'd be nice to have a little side hustle so that's where I'll start I actually started off with skin MD thinking to be a side hustle and that I'd keep working where I was working until until and do my little telehealth Skins.MD which is how it launched by the way as a side hustle <laughs> and there were bigger plans so this is where it gets beautiful because Looking back, as I think back to where I am now, left that place and I'm working for myself full time. I think looking back, I was actually yearning for a piece of my, my own little piece of the pie, if you will, and being able to launch as a side hustle with me kind of hiding and not coming all the way out yet and having a safety correct with my company that I still was working for at the time, right? So um, so kind of going back, need for black doctors who had a focus on skincare. And I was like, okay, I'll fill that, that niche, right? So I had that idea Summer 2019 with the intent to roll out sometime in 2020. Got a business coach. I think a lot of people know Dr. Myesha Claiborne. So I hired her, started doing this. The plan was to roll it out sometime in the spring. The pandemic hit. And the cool thing was because I only planned to launch telehealth. That was like, didn't phase the plan, right? Launched in July. And then there was all this buzz. And I was working full time, crazy hours, then doing skills down the side. And I was like, huh. Okay, kind of, but still, like, I'm just my side hustle, you know, whatever. And then something happened at my former job that was really life changing for me. And I'll, I'll give you the PG version. Um, I was at work sometime in the spring, busy day, frontline worker, all the things, right? Got an email. Was that my exact email from finance saying we overpaid you? I'm not gonna say the amount of money because I have PTSD from it, but it was a large amount of money, and we want it back. hmm Yep. 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 And I literally. I right, had to read it again. Call my manager to my, to my, where I was sitting. And I had to read this email. She was like, Oh God. I was like, You know what? Councilor, it's my afternoon. <laughs> I won't be coming back tomorrow. I won't be coming back for the rest of the week. She was like, The rest of the week? I was like, oh ha- I have to leave, right? Woke up the next day and I just felt horrible. Like, oh where I work for, I was, I'm a loyal person. I was like, Repping that company, go work for this company, you know, woo And I just was like, this mistake that was made, how this mistake get made? And then, like, it was not even my mistake, and you're wanting me to pay back this large amount of money, right? So fast forward, by the end of the week, I was literally starting on interviews with other companies, right? And so I've been out here for a long time, well-connected, and it kind of dawned on me. I was like, you know, it's the same story, just different situation as long as you're working for somebody else. it's kind of had that moment, but I was still kind of not ready to leap all the way. So I kept kind of plugging and chugging, going to work, just not – it wasn't sitting well in my spirit that I – was working for somebody that, for a company that, you know, would make an error and not, and still want me to pay it back. Because by the way, I had to pay it all back, by the way. Taking out okay. money from my, my, my paycheck. I'm like, yeah, I'm a primary care doctor. So the paycheck isn't that large to begin with, you know. Exactly. But it was just, exactly. Right. And I have kids. It was just the whole thing. And, you know, it was just very, it really just something in my spirit. I was high functioning, depressed. There's no other way to put it. I'll give it to you straight, mm-hmm. right? And put it on the face. And then like, sometimes as black women, it's hard too, because you, you look to other people for guiding who are in similar systems and they're just like, keep on, just keep on keeping on. And that sometimes messes us up too. That's a whole other story. But I kept on keeping on until one day, August 13th, it was very clear to me. God was like, peace out. And I was like, "But I don't have a plan all the way. He was like, peace out. I was scared, but I, it was a strong voice. And literally, I remember going to bed. I didn't sleep out all that night because it was just like, I don't argue. You have to quit. You know? And I was like, I'm going to wake up the next day. See how I feel. Still feel the same way. Told my husband when he came home from work and he just listened. And then I was like, I'm going to tell my manager on Monday that I'm going to resign effective, you know, because me, I love my patients. I was like, I'll give them, I'll give them four months notice because I'm nice, start a new year, new year, new meet, all the way out, right? And Monday came and I started kind of checking out, right? I was supposed to start work. I think it was the afternoon. Mm. I went for a, a run at the track by my house, had my earpiece in, running, running. And then I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember who it was, but it was about black women and finance getting there. So really, really relevant. Right. Mm-hmm. And she ran and ran and walk, walk, run and run and look behind me. I missed getting knocked out from a branch. It was not a windy day. It was really kind of eerie. Big old branch. Boom, by by, by second, getting knocked out. Oh, wow. That's it. Walked into work to my manager. She wasn't that surprised. And at that point I was like, okay, because MD is a thing people are really vibing to it, but I also still love primary care and I want to be able to do that. So I was talking to my my business coach at the time, I already had a lot of traction on and D. And it is really focused on just black and brown skin needs. But as a general doctor, I wanted to make sure that I was like, I could still do family medicine and like cater to everybody, if you will. Yeah. So that's how Nurture Wealth Center came to kind of into fruition, having a separate thing. So two practices in the same office, two websites, two IG pages, all the things. But that's the quick, the quick version. It was really something bad that happened to me. So being told we made a mistake on your paycheck for over a year and you always us this my money. And having that, deducted from my paycheck all the way till I left in December, December 31st, just feeling like, okay, I'm just the number. They don't care. They'll do you dirty. You know, there's no kind of, yeah. but yeah, so that's really how it came to be. I, I really planned to just do Cincinnati telehealth. Anyway, so I launched uh, telehealth and in-person practice January 1st, because literally my last day was December 31st at where I worked before. The next day I got the keys to where I am now. And then because Cincinnati already existed, just made it so you can see me in person with the plan to launch Nurture Wealth Center in the spring. to starting a primary care practice is, is a lot of, you know, state regulations and Correct. Uh, that, at that going. <laughs> so that's kind, of, that's kind of it. It really was, I was <laughs> suffocating where I was, didn't feel valued. And that was shown to me when an error was made. That was still kind of fishy to me how that was made. If you have like top tier accountants, you know.
1: Can we talk about this, Margaret? Because it is like the same story. Like, it's like, you know, that, that thing, Mad Libs, where like you can just put like a different noun, like a different name. You know, one of the things, there's a few things that I want to make sure people are listening to your story because okay. like I moved into entrepreneurship kicking and screaming. Like I was begging everyone, like, I know that you did this to me, but maybe like if we do this or, and what I like to say is like, God is like, when he says it's time, he's going to be like, okay, all right, you know, here, gonna so give you a <laughs> few signs. And then after that, he's going to like pop you upside your head and right. be like, look, right. it's time to go. And every door will be clo- Like, it'll be closed. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you because what happened to me also was the fact that there were two white men, I remember, and they were like, they both said it when I went in there. And they were like, maybe you should just leave. And I was like, oh, okay. And it's the same idea of you think that you have done so much. Cause you have, you poured out everything right. and it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll find a placement. What I want to say is I'm really excited that you, it didn't take that long for you because I think that that's where like that tension, that anxiety, the health effects that like, mm-hmm. you know, we get because we're staying in a place that is no longer for us, mm-hmm. it's suffocating us. Like you said, I want you to talk about what's been your biggest challenge, because I think that a lot of people, you know, we we don't talk about the challenges as much as we should, so that mm-hmm. people can understand. Like, yeah, it's tough, but I mean, we don't we do hard things. Like, we're black women physicians. Like, that, that wasn't that wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. But I think what's been biggest challenges for you starting your own business and like what are some of the mindsets that you've had to shift to to, yeah. to get way you wow. are? That's a great question. I th- I think the biggest
0: thing for me just coming out like. As black women, no matter what our profession is, we're just natural givers. We just give, give, give. Oh, we'll take ourself lab. We'll do all the things, right? And for me, it was like not charging enough out the gate for both of my businesses, you know, and especially being a family doctor. We're like the community doctor. And we just put in the hours, be up on the phone. We'll visit in the hospital. Like I spent the day earlier at a, at a, a patient of mine from a long-term patient passed away in December and I was finally able to go to his funeral because of COVID restrictions and everything and we'll, we'll go to funerals, all the things. Right. And that's off the clock. Right. So that was a big thing for me, like being timid about like coming out with the pricing and I've raised my price for NMD now twice and folks keep coming, you know, and I, and I still know probably should charge more, but that what we're at now feels, feels good. you know, so that's yeah. like, number one challenge. Like, so whatever, anyone who's listening, if you have this idea, whatever monetary amount comes to
1: mind probably too low. So so right. I told, I think I was like in our feed, like inside of melanin and medicine, we have empowered of course. And in our community feed, we'll always be sharing. And so someone was asking about speaking rates or whatever. And I was like, whatever you like, think either go 30% or 50% more than that, whatever you think is going to make you nauseous, go 30% because whatever makes you nauseous is probably like, just hitting barely the minimum because we've been so devalued and we we haven't been accustomed to the numbers that we actually deserve and and, and everyone else gets. So whatever that number is, it's probably going to be 30 to 50% more than whatever came to mind for you and you thought was high. <laughs> but if I regret, I mean, I'm kind of over it now
0: because it's been, I don't know, almost 10 years, but my signing bonus when I signed with my firm company, you know, I remember they put out a number. I didn't know you're supposed to like, quadruple that number. I didn't know. Nobody told me. So I, you know, I asked somebody who I respect. I was like, what do you think? I was like, oh, the older black man. Um, so just different time. I should have asked somebody. I should have asked the young white man. That's what I should have done. But anyway, they were like, we'll double it. When I said, okay, I was like, how about this mouth? They were like, sure. I was like, dang, I wish I had asked for it four times. Yeah, amount." you know? <laughs> so yeah, that's a bit from early on. These kind of things happen. But as a people, I think we're now getting more, hungry. we don't talk about money like that we just don't as everything's all hush hush
1: and we just have to have
0: and that's how we don't make the mistakes that i was making you know so
1: and healing our relationship with money there's a great book that we read it's by kara stevens it's called how to heal your relationship with money in 28 days and like i feel like entrepreneurship to really get to a space of where you're going to be like we got a lot of money stories in terms of like you got it like i know for me And my family, daughter of Nigerian immigrants, right? It was like, you got to work hard for your money. You got to slave for that money and get it. And so it's like, if you doing something, you add all these other features or things to it, because it has to be in order for it to be, in order for you to get the money that you're worth, you have to like slave away. And I unpeeling those things I think is really important so I like the fact that you talk about money mindset and and those things what would you say because I want to get to I want to get to like your nuance around skin like your different like (laughs) value I just think it's really cool how you know because there are spaces that are now like saying you know our skin and the way that we do things is different. Like we don't, it's not going to be the same thing. And I want to hear a little bit from you. Just a lot of people say, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to start a practice. Everyone does that. Or I want to like, how did you find your niche, your value add? All right. Real talk. So everyone's told you how lucky you are. You overcame all the obstacles as a black woman to become a doctor. You're excellent at your craft. You built a great reputation for yourself in your career. And your family and friends always tell you about how proud you must be at what you've accomplished. But right now, no matter how much you try to ignore it, you know there's something missing. You know you are meant for more. Let me know if this is familiar. Right now, you're an amazing doctor, but you feel drained in your work or aren't sure how long you can continue. You achieve so much, but somehow you still feel unfulfilled. Or you're unable to do the things you love because you're consumed by your work, most of which you aren't that passionate about anymore. And sometimes you even lay awake thinking about your great idea, but then dismiss it as unrealistic. But imagine if you could do the work that you love that invigorates you instead of drains you. Create work where you finally have some flexibility on how you spend your time and have the space to do the things you enjoy. You could stop dreading the work week and you could create the impact that you want without being put in a box. And what if you can make income that surpasses your salary and doesn't require you proving to someone that you're worth it? You know you need to do this, but you keep telling yourself, entrepreneurship is too risky and you're not cut out for it. You have so many other things to do, or you know what you want, but you don't have the clear plan and don't have time to put together a strategy. And you definitely don't have the support system or the people you need to help guide you in this journey. And you might have to learn new skills and new information and just is going to be too much. Well, I think that you're settling for good enough and it's time to transform your purpose into a profitable business and create the impact, the income and freedom you were meant to make. So I want you to check out our Purpose to Profit Incubator, the only business incubator specifically for Black women doctors that provides integrated coaching, Classes combined with a safe community of aspiring black women doctor entrepreneurs. And in 12 weeks, we help black women doctors take their idea to income and build the foundation for a profitable and scalable business. This is not too good to be true. It exists. And I want you to apply so that we can figure out how you can turn your purpose to profit. Make sure you check out the link at bit.ly forward slash purpose to profit apply. That's bit.ly forward slash purpose, T-O, profit, apply. I look forward to looking at your application and seeing how we can support you in building your table. In the words of June Jordan, like a lot of Black women, we've always had to invent the power our freedom requires. Talk soon.
0: You know, honestly, I was just listening to the concerns and taking notes. Black doctor was one of them. Oh, I'm a Black doctor. Dermatologist. I'm like, well, I'm not a dermatologist, but I have a gift of having a holistic approach to skincare. As a family doctor, I had na- taken a natural interest in acne and eczema and fungal infections and, and hair loss, hirsutism. Her- her- so, can I overgrowth of hair? And I was like, okay, I have natural interests. I'm a black doctor. I'm never going to re- represent and say I'm a dermatologist. When people will call, oh, I'm looking for a black dermatologist. I always say, I'm forced to my family doctor, you know, and I'll explain, you know, the difference. And I'm very good about staying in my lane. So, when you want to have a niche, you got to make sure it's something that's fun for you and true to who you are and something that you are good at right so when you go to my website when you go to my instagram i'll kind of spell out my specific things you know what i mean so i'm just listening to concerns i was saying I'm, I'm all up on the instagram on the facebook common themes common themes like you know i need somebody for my scalp issue I need, i'm like i can help you with that right so and then realizing um, once i said once i left and jumped all the way in god has blessed me you don't i, I feel like crying about like literally i was running my report Last week, because, you know, it's been um, a year I've been doing since because the anniversary was July 6th, first year. And I ran my report and I looked at the amount of patients and the, the, the earnings tenfold from last July.
1: Wow. Wait, let's give a little break. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> was just like, if you know me in real life,
0: the stuff I went through and how that really messed me up with what happened, what, what I talked about earlier, it really messed me up. I'm a loyal person. I will go to work. I will work hard for you. I will be that person. I will put in the hours, you know, and I take pride in what I do. So to, to have that and like, and, and it's just funny because God was like, look, sis, you know, they tried to mess up with the money thing. I am gonna bless you in a different way on your own terms. And it, it was just really rewarding. And I'm going to tell you something about, Oh, I get emotional that August 13th. I mentioned the very clear day when I, when it was time to peace out, I had looked back August 13th is actually Google the exact term, but it's literally, I think it's, a National Black Women Earnings Day. Some kind of this is a real thing. So it was a full circle moment when I found that out. When it was very clear, I get chills thinking about it. Like, oh my gosh! Like, like Google it. August thirteenth. It's like I think it's na- National Black Women's Payday. something like that training Black women and money, right? And then something else that happened. I got in. I don't know if it was it was a fax at my old where I used to work and an assistant brought it to me. It was from a top doc, which is you know some people say oh you know top doc, but somebody nominated me for top doc. So I was like they were like. We sent you something and uh, we hadn't heard back. So I called them. I was like, oh, they were like, yeah, hey, we sent you a we sent you a letter nominating you for top doc. We'll resend it via email. And I looked back when they got the email and then it was dated August 13th. So that number kept coming up like way wow. validated after a season of not feeling valued. So just being affirmed in that and like literally like, okay, I'm doing it. I did it. So and it feels really good. Is it easy? <laughs> no. We can talk about more of that in a little bit, right? But has it been worth it? Yes. I would take good stress over bad stress any
1: day. <laughs> yeah. And and to know that, and to, first of all, you getting me emotional. I'm like, Lord Jesus. Cause I remember that day it's, and I remember posting around, it takes 226 days for black women to make the, the same dollar that, that white men made on day one. Right. It takes 226 days for them to make that. And I think for me, when I think about it because it is traumatic because you give so much to these places and then not even like, let's think about this. Not even like, <laughs> you know, let me like, no, it's like, okay. All right. Well, we'll see what, what day is that again? And it's hurtful, but you know, there's a lot of emotional suppression. We're like, I'm good. I'm, I'm okay. And it can come in different ways. And I think like when you're stepping out into that space of, coming from like your zone of excellence, right. And like doing the thing that you know how to do and that you, and now moving into like starting a business and having to learn everything. And I remember investing in my business coach and I was about to puke. I was like, Oh my God, I'm spending this much money. But I, but I knew like, this was a sooner than a later. I knew I didn't want to take the like, Oh, let me figure it out. No, I wanted the let's go. I need to go there. And also the idea that, when it happens like that in that spiritual way, mm-hmm. I get to sit and be like, OK, God, you the CEO because you put me in this mess like you put me here. So right. what are we doing this week? What are we do? Like right. the entrepreneurs, like literally I'll sit in meetings with my team and I'm like, you know, but right before I'm like, OK, God, what's the plan? Because you were the one who decided to push me into this. Mm-hmm. And just the same with your story. It's really about the people who are watching this, right? And who will watch this on the replay, it's really about that whole idea, the whole buried and planted idea, the idea that your lowest moment, mm. quote unquote, is that nurturing, right? Is the soil. Mm. It's not mm-hmm. the buried. It's the being planted. Yes. And I'm doing this workshop and it's really about like taking the jump start and getting those first 12 weeks and saying, okay, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. And what makes me so excited is when I can help people move that idea and say, this is not ridiculous because that's your zone of genius that you've been suppressing Mm -hmm. behind trying to do everything right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, let me ask you your three top tips. Like, I want to get a little Mm -hmm. bit because I want some little nuggets for the women who are watching your three top tips. For those of us who are looking for some like aesthetic skin support, like what are those three top tips that you've learned in your work that have been really helpful? So yeah, definitely the so, Top three, by the way, before I tell you that, you can get 10 tips
0: in my ebook, Living Your Best Skin, found at okay. <laughs> skinfet.com. Free. But I'll give you, I'll give you three. So number one, SPF is your friend. SPF 30 and up ideally is your friend. So it sounds great, okay? A lot of folks will say, oh. Skin cancer is not our thing. It's not even about cancer. Yes, it's about skin cancer, but that's not the only thing. Hyperpigmentation, that's the big issue people will see me for. Doctor, I want to get rid of the black spots. And most of these patients who are concerned about the black spots, they're not wearing sunscreen. And that is what really helps to prevent the dark spots from getting worse. So yes, SPF. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so number one. Number two, you have to have an outlet for your stress. Stress, stress, stress. It's making folks hair fall out. is making people break out. Their eczema flare up. I see it all the time. I literally. Had a patient that I was following up with, and uh, when we had our first visit, it was it was heavy, it was emotional. She was she'd been carrying some stuff, and I let her let it all out. That's why I love being a family doctor because it's always more than just skin. And I have the training and the tools to support them around that anxiety, depression. All those things are very real among us, right? And she said, "You know, doctor, after I talked to you because my visits are an hour and got everything out that she'd been suppressing, not even sharing with her with her, her partner. My acne got better. <laughs> you know, so have an outlet for your stress, be a therapy." working out, journaling, whatever, okay? So outlet for your stress, SPF. And the third one, nutrition. A lot of us are so go-go. We're not pausing to, to drink enough water. I got my thing here, okay? Literally has different times. Make sure I get through, okay? Drinking your water, eating, eating healthy, eating foods that fuel you. And for me, that happens to be a plant-based diet. I don't give it a name. Big enough and Folks get real kind of uh, political around that. Lots of plants, eat more plants. Just simple <laughs> like that, okay? So that's what it is, nutrition, water, and SPF. Guys, you heard it. Okay. And then get the e- where's where's the ebook, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on um, www.skinsetnd.com, so my website on the first page, you'll see a little link download ebook and then live um, living your best skin. Just 10 tips, little blurbs, uh, a little
1: teaser. I love it. I love it. So, what do you wish someone would have told you when you started your pivot into entrepreneurship? Ooh. What do you wish? Like, what's the thing? <laughs> You're like... So many things. It's expansive. <laughs> so okay I'm just okay like, give me a few give me a few <laughs> Ooh,
0: expensive so i you know i got i got one for you but, but that's not the one i'll give you but that's what i'll kind of you know one b will be it's a cost a lot of money but but one i tell you is to make sure from jump before you open the doors to plan your fun plan your vacation i didn't think about that i was like okay, i'm gonna start and i'm gonna go and receive and receive right uh, ready ready to receive people now i'm at the point where like I, i've been i've been doing this now and i'm like oh I need a vacation, you know? And, and so I have vacation coming up, but I'll have to say from the beginning, I I, I wish I have been, been more intentional about like planning in vacation, planning in more half days. I was kind of like, I'm grinding. I got I, I, It's like this, I have to make this work. So I'm going to work mentality, you know? And I got to the point where it's working and I'm thankful, but I kind of wish out the gate, I had planned, planned vacation and planned more admin time in my work day, more downtime, if you will, just because it's at the point now i have my girlfriends. I've been very fortunate to have a lot of awesome girlfriends in the Seattle area. Hey girl, See you know while We don't connect, and I'll be like, let me look at my calendar, and I'll be like, how does your three months look? Come down, they're like, like, they're like three months, and I feel like I'm that friend, which I hate. I hate being right now, but it's only because I wasn't wise about like planning out my time. So anyway, that'll get better soon. But um so that's that's really for me. That's the first thing that came to my mind, honestly. So that for sure. And then for me, another thing I'd say, I mean, it's tricky because I have a micro practice, so nurture well center kind of centered on that first. Um, it's a primary care practice, a membership based practice direct primary care. And uh, so it, it's just me and I have a patient panel that's really small by design for context before I manage over 2,000 patients, which I never want to do again. Here, I'm hoping to with a center specifically have maybe around 200, maybe a little less. I'll, I'll figure that out as I, as I go. All that to say, so because of that, it's like my patients love direct access to me and just dealing with me They come in and I I, I room them. It's just me. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I think I'm ready that, to get a little bit of help in the office and then like, but this feels so like, I love having just the one-on-one, you know, so being um, intentional about <laughs> when it's time out, just having that plan
1: ready to go, you know, so, yeah. I think it's really about kind of one of the most important things I think entrepreneurship has been is, like, this whole, like, unexpected personal development journey. <laughs> like, it's right. like, okay, we're going to get real deep with who you are. You're going to figure out who you are quick. Mm-hmm. And you're going to figure out what you've been valuing. Mm-hmm. Versus what you think you value because right. of how you spend your time. And I think that I have recognized I was valuing a whole bunch of other stuff. And now being able to say, okay, if faith, if family, if those are things, mm-hmm. I'm able to figure out how do I carve out my time to really do that. One thing I was going to say, which alluded to what you were saying, when people ask me that question, I would have said I would have hired from the jump, whether it be an mm-hmm. hour. Whether it be an hour a week, like here, right. take my $20 and do like do <laughs> these social media posts or do the getting in that mindset of hiring before you think you're ready, like before you That's need it. Because literally when I was my, doing my solopreneur thing, Lord Jesus, I want to go back there. I want to black, black that <laughs> out. Um, it was not <laughs> cute. It was not cute. Yeah. If we were making money. But like as soon as I hired that BA and I was sitting there like I can't hire nobody, I go, what am I gonna do? God was like, here you go, here's the here's the money for this to them, and, and here's a whole bunch more for you to do whatever you. Because it just puts you in a frame of mind where, like one, it helps you get serious. Mm -hmm. and more like strategic about your Mm -hmm. business you're like okay what am i i'm paying this person so what are we we gonna do and i think that it's really important for a lot of us who are starting early to think about what's in our zone of genius and what is not Mm -hmm. and stop draining ourselves doing the thing that is not in our zone of genius and figure out like what's the worst thing you hate doing and just try to like, even if it, I literally started with an hour a week, makes no sense. But that's what I started with. No, no, it makes, and, it makes total sense. It makes total and sense. And it it like transformed everything. One last thing I wanted to ask you is to share a little bit about the practice in terms of like people who are in Washington, and and then I have one like fun question to ask. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, I'm um, for sure, skin, that and beat. It is a holistic skin, hair, scalp, medical practice, catering towards black and brown skin. I have licenses in many states. So, you know, chances are I may be licensed in your state for virtual care. I have patients who see me, um, who live outside of Washington state. So if you live in Washington state, you can see me in person. That's kind of the cool perk about that. And I also have products online. I'll be coming out with a product line. Okay. So yeah, just lots of good things, you know, if anything, I'll I'll go back to your question um, in a second. but one thing that's crazy, when I decided to leave the creativity, I have an older sister who's a doctor. She said, Margaret, where are all these ideas coming from? And at first I got real defensive, like I've always been creative. What are you talking about? I got real defensive because that's me sometimes. I I, I apologized to her a week or two later because God was like, Margaret, like she had a fact, like I blessed you with with all these ideas once you decided to stop being stifled and suffocated, right? Left and right ideas, like eerie, like fire ideas coming, coming, like because before I launched my products, I actually have been giving them out of samples to my patients and like getting great feedback mm-hmm. and just another thing. So, the creativity. So, obviously, folks listening who are thinking about doing something, I promise you, if you're scared, do it because the other side, like when you're leaping, it's super scared. But then when you land, it may not be a soft landing, but eventually when you land and you're planted, you'll be like Simone Biles up in that piece, like, yes, 10, oh. ten, 10, Okay, oh. you're doing, it. You're doing it. Okay, that's where I'm at right now because definitely at first, like, oh, wobbly I'm like I don't know but now I'm like okay we're doing this you know so all that to say well, I lost my train of thought sorry anyway what was the question again I'm sorry I get excited just in terms <laughs> of yeah you answered Washington they can see you oh, yeah, yeah. yes and then separately for my primary care membership-based practice virtual Health center I am enrolling patients in Washington and California so
1: yeah yeah awesome I mean oh my gosh there's so much in that and just like stop closing this door stop letting Mm -hmm. stop limiting yourself stop saying no let okay wait for the other people just wait for the other people to say no and stop doing it you know i'm super excited like make sure i want to make sure everyone follow SkinStat md because even your journey you've been really open about kind of the process and the milestones. and i think that's, that's something we don't do we're so laser focused on this did not happen don't look at the progress like think about what you've learned like over a year which is for me is mind boggling like when i think about it and we don't sit there and be like i did that yeah and and none of the like oh you know it was nothing none of that no 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 i did that yeah. i yeah. am Ooh, the and, like person when you pause,
0: <laughs> for me so my mom was in town and i hadn't seen her since 2019 cuz pandemic she lives in la and then um, she came by of the office and then she walked in, nothing like a Nigerian parent coming through and she <laughs> coming around. She was like, "Thank God!" And then, and it was just, it was a moment. And my daughter with it was me, my mom, and my daughter. I was just, man, it, I was just, it was a lot, just going through my head, you know. And I was like, "Wow!" And sometimes you get so busy, duh, 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 you forget to pause and look around. And I and mm-hmm. I did that that day with my mom, cause she was just like, "Wow," you know. And I do want to say another thing. I'm sorry, I could talk forever. Sorry, but I ha- I want to say this: when you decide to leave a situation that's not serving you anymore, you'll be surprised by how many people you give that same release to do the same. Okay, because I had a co-worker, mm-hmm. a brown woman, person who I love, respect. Prior to my incident, had something not good happen to her at the same mm-hmm. place where we work. And I remember what what, what happened or happened to her, I was thinking, oh Lord, she's going to definitely leave. I would not, I cannot stand for that. And I went up to her, I was like, you good, you're going to leave, right? She was like, oh no, I'm not going to leave. And that was that. I'm thinking, okay, you're, you're better than me. You know, and that was that. When I called her up to let her know that I would be resigning, because I respect her and I want her to know I was peaking out, I said, so-and-so, I'm resigning. She said, hold on. She yelled across the room to her husband. She was like, so-and-so, Margaret's resigning. I want to resign, too. I thought she was playing. I was like, what? Next they have to revise the letter, add her name to my I'm leaving letter. Okay, folks thought it was planned. No, but she had a shady situation happen to her. She decided to stay. When I said I'm leaving, she decided she's going to leave, too, and now we, both, we we ended up both leaving. Yeah, and she's doing well and all the things, so you'll just be surprised. And then she sent me a thing. She thanked me for giving her the courage to leave a situation that was no longer the best for
1: her. I'll leave that for whoever needs to hear it, you know? So Yeah, this is so much more. Like, I mean, look, we do need our coin, like it finally, like, you know, like mm-hmm. we do need that and, and, and not letting institutions limit our legacy, which is what I like to say, because mm-hmm. if I have to sit in a meeting and tell this man who can't do half of what I can do and try to see if he will let me, you know, get 3% more than what I've had, you are taking food off the table of my child, off of my grandchildren, off of those great, grand no. No, right. no, 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 right. no. We're not doing that. Even if I gotta like figure it out and you know do whatever, right. start your thing. And so, okay. for those of you who are in who are sitting on something, make sure go to SkinstatMD. MD. Follow her journey. You can come to our workshop and you can go through your idea, whatever it is. You can read a book. I got some books that like right. you know we can go, but. Do not sit on this and let these people steal our legacy because exactly. we have so much that we we're supposed to be giving. And now I don't know about I, I don't know your kids. I have two daughters, and these girls, first of all, I don't know if they're going to be employable at all. Like now, like say, they think they think. Legacy kids are always watching. I have, I have a boy and a girl,
0: and I tell you, my my son, man, he's five, too smart, like. He gave me a, a handle getting out the door to get ready for preschool. And like I did some kind of night told a little white lie. I was like, we gotta go, we gotta go, you know, we gotta go. I said, I said to him, my boss is wanting to be late. He looks at me, he's like, You're your own boss. <laughs> 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 you know? And, he got, and then he'll be like, March time will be like, oh, daddy, you got wrinkles in here. You might need to get some bones. They're, they're, they're always listening, and yeah, they're, he's always listening to just walking around like, oh, so since ND, nurture what? Well, so if anything, it, 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 yeah, he's both, right? There they are. Our kids are watching. They're seeing how we react to things, the things we tolerate. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to be able to, to not have to hide my kids, to bring my kids to the office. You know, when I was looking at spaces, mm-hmm. I found a space where they could have their own room and hang out and do whatever I mm-hmm. need and, and all the things. Um, it just feels really, really good to be able to do yeah. that.
1: It does, it does. My, my child goes on to my page. She'll look at my lives. And she's like, mommy, this wasn't, mommy, you can do better than, you gotta make more eye contact. I'm like, okay, all right, what else do I need to, like, And I and I just love the fact that, like, you're giving an open space for them to see something different and to be able, and that doesn't, if you're not a parent, it's the same, like whatever child you're coming in contact with, whoever you are, Mm -hmm. you showing up with moving into the idea and saying that I can choose to be an employee and something that serves me, but I can choose. This is not what I'm resigned to. And I can, I I can have the choice. And also for us as physicians to know that we made a decision really early that we're going to do this one thing and we need to give ourselves grace that just like everyone else in this world, we have the right to evolve. We have the right Ooh. to shift to something. We have the right to put a slash and an and and say, I'm a physician and I do Zumba or I'm a physician and I do... We have the right to do that. And so if that's the concern, what will other people think? No, that's not what I'm supposed we have to, I don't know. I don't know, girl. Like we just have to start to sit in that, that we Mm -hmm. can do what we want to do. Like we we can do that. I have my last question is if you dead or alive, one black woman, coffee chat, who would it be and why? Ooh, gosh. My
0: first thought was, uh, you know, the the go-to from Michelle Obama, but then Person that comes to mind is Bozema St. John. You know, yes. she is somebody you talk about, somebody who's authentic into themselves. She shows up as herself. She's worked for various like big, big, big players. You know, I, I might get the companies wrong, but I like, got Uber and now she, um, I forget who she works for her right now, but like Netflix, think, the pastor, all the yeah. things. Like the woman is smart as heck, fierce, bold, unapologetically herself. I live for anybody who's doing that, you know, and I, I just would love to have a tea with her and sit back and just absorb and bask in all the things you know she's she's fun i think a lot of times people think because you have a serious job being a doctor let's not be fooled this is a serious job this is life and death sometimes like for real but i like to kiki i like to have fun i can be serious don't get me wrong but I, i also like to have a good time life is too short to be buttoned up your booty clenched all the time like you just can't that's just not that's just not how it's supposed to be right and like I unfortunately learned that through the, the loss of a child. That's when I really was like, okay, get one chance of this life. I'm going to, you know, make sure I show people all of me side. so they're very clear sure who they're getting. There's no kind of oh, I was confused, what happened? So, and, I, and I'm always drawn to people who live like that. So that's I, both of my St. John. That's why I choose. Oh, I hope everyone
1: enjoyed this conversation because I enjoyed it thoroughly, <laughs> and and I know it took us a while, Margaret, to like get Thank ourselves you. together. Okay. Yes. As true Nigerians, it sometimes <laughs> takes a while. Um, <laughs> but I want to just say I'm really inspired by kind of like, I've seen it, but now hearing like mm-hmm. everything behind it. And I think, you know, that's the goal, like for us to have community, for us to be able to share our stories so that it doesn't seem so foreign or doesn't seem so difficult or challenging. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you know, pop into the DM, Hey. I really, you know, I'm thinking about this, Mm -hmm. not sure. Like, we need to be vocal with each other and build that community and share. And, you know, that's all I wanted. Like, it's funny because everyone's like, how did you build your business? I was like, I just wanted a space where I could just talk to other Black women. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was like, okay. And and then this happened. Right. And I think Mm -hmm. that think about what it is that you think the world needs and start there right what is it that you think and so i'm just really thank you for blessing my my little show big <laughs> show big show big show okay but thank you margaret
0: thank you thank you thank you till next time because maybe you'll have me back for part two i will definitely yeah i invited myself there was no shame there. Yeah. I was
1: when you bring it back to part two. Exactly, and, and no, if you're true Nigerian, you're gonna you're gonna come and say, and these are the two people who are coming with me on the show. Too. I know, right? Uh, my sister's
0: here. My other sister's here. Happens too. It happens the same. No. Um. <laughs> oh God. Okay, we gotta get off because this right, is too right. much. Okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all. So, Bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>